everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics, each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and I just want to say happy five-year anniversary, everybody. We've made it. Um, so you know what that means. We are joined all the way from Traverse City. First time I've done a Zoom um, podcast in a while by Brian Nyson, the co-creator and co-founder of Split Six. Brian, how are you doing up there? Oh, doing all right, you know, that's a loaded question, but honored to be back for the five-year Annie. <laughs> I remember yep. when it first started, it doesn't feel like five years ago, but then a you lot know, has it, happened. So. It's actually, it actually kind of does feel like five years ago at this point. It, it almost feels, it feels a little longer. longer than five years ago. It feels like ten. These, la- <laughs> these, these last two years have been a lot, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, how you how you living up there in good old TC? Oh, doing all right. You know, it's just been cold as shit staying busy did it snow Um, up there a bunch today it just snowed today like we got like a incredible snowstorm uh we're getting that it snowed a little bit today it's gonna be doing that all weekend um but yeah it was 50 degrees yesterday then it dropped down to like 10 at night so everything froze Uh, you know like a high of 25 today so pure michigan you know what they say yeah dude (laughs) we're all like what the fuck all the snow melted like these last two days for us down here and now it's all back so (laughs) hooray um well brian what are you drinking uh for the five-year anniversary um i got a a traverse city brew it's an ipa from north peak you might like this one i think you might have had it while you were up here one time it's called diabolical diabolical ipa We've done that and on the pod before. Alcohol percentage is six point six six. Six point six six. Yep, the devil <laughs> speaks. You probably had it on draft when we were up here. If you don't have it in Canon over there, but you can probably get it anywhere. There's yeah. also another. Uh, I've, I've seen them around. In Dexter. Yeah, we've we've done it on the pod before. Um, the one that's going on the wall is going to be Gold Cliff IPA, ale brewed with pineapple and natural flavors added i don't know why it says that but oh that's uh, dive into bright pineapple refreshment with gold cliff ipa it's as thrilling as a leap from the golden cliffs of lani and splashing into a cobat blue waters paradise is just a sip away so go ahead and take a plunge one life right and where is this place jesus christ yeah if this you don't Colorado. know Oh, Usually when I'm zooming with Nick, we're not doing the same beer. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we're a day late recording this even because of yeah, and I don't have shelves, so I don't keep the cans. Right. Well, cheers virtually. Cheers virtually. Uh, this reminds me of the heat of the pandemic. Yeah, when we zoomed every night. Yeah, I wonder if this is gonna cut me off because I don't pay for Zoom anymore. So I think it only gives you forty minutes. So we might have to restart this halfway through, but <laughs> we'll Ooh, see. This could get interesting. Well, at least we'll be like. <laughs> On to the second segment by then. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully it just forgets. <laughs> yeah, if I you mean, guys don't know, Nick and I Zoomed every day during the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, we did indeed. It was uh, Pretty much. <laughs> it, it was a great time. Um, made the pandemic uh, bearable at first, uh, you know, me being the uh, social person and being that I am. Yeah, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. A lot of fond memories. Um, this beer is pretty good um it's like a it's like a pineapple ipa so you know hey, little, two great things pineapples and ipas gotta love it <laughs> um, uh, well brian we have a lot to talk about today um i'm ready you know, to discuss 
you know, um, uh, all of you, we're not entertainment yet, but I hope you guys all watched Yellow Jackets because we're definitely talking about that. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Fear number one, sports. But before all that, we forgot I got you into that. (laughs) We have to talk about the biggest sports story covering the world right now. The Pistons have acquired Marvin Bagley the third, sir, (laughs) and got rid of um, uh, Josh Jackson and Trey Lyles. You gotta imagine trying to be a Sacramento Kings fan. Yeah, um, I mean that trade. Whatever. I don't think that's no. Like, it's not just that too you terrible. Traded them, but Halliburton, they're... and also you could have drafted Luka Doncic instead of Bagley. Yep, yep. Um, not at least to... you got Sabonis. You know, I always say the Sacramento Kings are the most forgettable franchise in all sports. Like I always forget Dude, that they're it's a franchise. Because the refs rigged that one series where they could have went to the finals, but against uh, you know, the against Shaq, right? What was it like? O two. I don't remember. My allegedly, bad. allegedly. Yeah. Um, um uh, and then they yeah been... anyway great trade that was awesome yeah sorry I, I... we didn't get rid of uh uh jeremy grant but he also played really well and won the game last night and, that's good you know we'll probably get rid of him in the off season hopefully did you, did you ever watch the show the magicians no you <laughs> you always talk about this i'm <laughs> Okay, I'm, uh, just going. <laughs> I'm, I'm currently re-watching it and there's a character called penny in the show that looks like just like jeremy grant like um, oh, that's uh, cool. But like a Middle Eastern version of Jeremy Grant. It's it, it, like I just rewatched. I was like, "Holy shit! This guy looks the exact fucking same." It's weird, but you know that's that, that's aside. We'll see how this yeah. trade turns out for the for the Pistons. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, but, yeah, hopefully. I well, mean, it, might as I well know. roll the dice. You know, former yeah. number two overall pick, right? Former second, yeah, second overall pick, Marvin mm. Bagley the third. Yeah, he's Some, got potential. We got to do something because we're the what, worst only team in the 22, league. 22, 23? Yeah. I think because, he, yeah, he's only in his, like, third or fourth year. We got the NBA All-Star break coming up, I think, like, tomorrow, right? Uh, Yeah, I believe it starts tomorrow. I'm not sure what event starts tomorrow, but... Yeah, I don't really care. Um, uh... <laughs> no, yeah, it'll be cool, like, you know, to finally maybe catch up. See Kate, Kate Cunningham <laughs> win the on. skills challenge. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there are a lot of there are a lot of trades that happened too, like the fucking uh, Harden for uh, for Ben Simmons trade. I didn't think that was going to happen to the off season. Yeah, that's a trade that's I think also good for both sides. I don't know why Philly had yeah. to give up uh, Seth Curry too, but they did. Um, oh yeah, I think I think it'll be I think it'll work out for both sides. It's going to be real exciting to see them when they both come back after the All Star break. Hopefully, they both do. But uh, yeah, Ben yeah. Simmons is on a team where he doesn't have to shoot at all. Yeah, they they have what like four or five guys that could probably win a three point contest any yeah, given year. KD, Kyrie, and Seth. Now I don't. I mean, and Joe Harris, who did win a three point contest like last year. Yeah, the year there before. you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Philadelphia gets a player instead of somebody who is losing money to not play for them because he hates them. So yeah, James and Harden forces his way you out you of another team. Forget about Tobias Harris. You know, Tobias Harris is going to be. You know, he'll be that quiet third third role guy you know should be nice for them yeah they didn't have to just depend on him and Embiid (laughs) shaving up for an exciting postseason again there is no I mean there's probably a clear favorite but no not like how it has been in I don't know it's an interesting fucking field because you got the Miami Heat with the best record in uh in the east you got uh uh Phoenix Suns who I believe are the best in 
the yep. West now. And uh, and you got Golden State coming back um, uh, with Clay Thompson back in the fold. We'll see if Draymond comes back. That's going to be a key to them. But, uh, you know, and then you got the young, rising Cleveland Cavaliers with that Evan Mobley yeah, that's kid. A, that's a fun team. Uh, Jared Allen, who I think uh, the Nets should have never traded. Mm-hmm. Love that guy. He made the all-star team, I think, replacing James Harden. Uh, yeah, Evan Mobley, possible rookie of the year. I mean, let's hold, let's, hold, let's hold the horses on that. No, I mean, he's going to finish, like, top three, but I think <laughs> it, it's going to be Cade. Hopefully. Well, I mean, Detroit gets snubbed in everything. That's um, exactly true. I think <laughs> the reason that Mobley could win is because uh, Cleveland's a playoff team and we're not. Yeah, and we are the worst record in the league, I believe. And I want to keep it that way. Like, fuck it, the draft class isn't that great, but give me, uh, you know, Chet or Pablo or who's that other guy? Chet Holmgren? Hol- yeah, Hol- Chet Holmgren's like... The seven-foot guy? Might be one or two. Yeah, he's the tall, white, lanky kid from Gonzaga. Then uh, Pablo uh, is the power forward at Duke. Yeah, well, um, hopefully we get um, a contributor to add to our young team and maybe we'll be able to... Yeah. Move or Grant. fuck it, just trade the pick and get somebody, <laughs> right? Somebody else. I mean, you already got a fucking nice young squad, you know. Yeah, I don't uh, really care at this point. I I just like the kids that we got. Like who? Oh God, who was it that we were that people were talking about like trading, like or I was talking about trading everybody for. Um, the guy from, uh, uh Atlanta. No, but anyway, like I remember somebody was saying like um. Like, beginning, or when the rumors started happening to get Bagley, like, people were saying mm-hmm. we would have to give up, like, Killian or Bay or Beef Stew, and it's yeah. like, it's like yeah. man, you guys are fucking... Or or they thought we'd have to give up Grant straight up for Marvin Bagley. What? That's... I mean, we gave up garbage for him. I know. So. That's what's crazy. <laughs> that's how you know, like... The... I know last I year, know. their manager tried to just trade us Bagley for Bay, and we said no, thankfully, because he is definitely... Yeah, I love Sadiq Bay. Other than Cade, the most likely one to be part of our core moving forward if we build a contending roster. I do hope we keep Beef Stew. I think he had the, a double-double last night, or almost a double-double. I think Bay was the only one that finished with a, finished with like 20 and 11. Yeah, we might need a new coach. I don't know. Um, it feels like we shouldn't be as bad as we are, but we are. Uh, but... You know, I don't know. It's going to be bad for a little bit. I don't know. They don't have a Kevin Love on their team to guide them, you know? Right, yeah. (laughs) I think that kind of makes a difference, you know? Having an actual experienced player who's been there for a minute and who's a fucking winner, and even when he gets time like he did, played like, what, 23 minutes a couple nights ago and got a damn near double-double. Well, speaking of winners and speaking of Detroit being snubbed, Matthew Stafford wins his first ever Super Bowl a year after being traded away from Detroit, forcing his way out to go to the L.A. Rams to win a Super Bowl for a franchise that has like three fans, I think, against Joe Burrow, the young stud, and Jamar Chase and the exciting Cincinnati Bengals. Um, very depressing for me. I was really rooting for the Bengals, and I really hey, they have been rooting against Stafford it, all know? year. The guys, the guys allowed, uh, I think, what, record-breaking amount of sacks. Mm-hmm. They don't love Joe like you love Joe. They don't love him like that. I mean, I'm know? surprised. I, I don't remember the last time I've seen a team with that porous of an offensive line get to the Super Bowl. Like, that team has a bright future, and they shouldn't be going anywhere if they can improve that O-line a little bit. Like, throw all oh, your yeah. money at no, the uh, I was, I was top free agent. for either team, but mostly for Stafford. Like, I like Joe Burrow, but it's like, yeah, you'll probably be back there, kid. Who knows if staff will? 
Well, because Detroit is cursed, Stafford probably will win it again next year to make the the picks for the trade that the He's Lions like the got. Ru- it's like the Rudy Gay effect, you know? It's like every team that Rudy Gay was on before he left got better. Like, mm-hmm. he was on the Spurs, then he left, and they got... Like, oh, won, I thought... For some reason, I thought you were talking he about their Toronto, kicker. Toronto, he left... And they went to the championship. He was on <laughs> Memphis, then he's gone, and now they're good. Then he was on the uh, Kings for a minute. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'm just so stressed out about people rooting for Stafford when he literally asked to get traded and threatened to retire if we traded him to anywhere but L.A. Like, Who cares, man? I what do. What are going to do with him here? I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not, I wasn't opposed to trading him, but... Um, I don't understand why rooting for him when our future of the Lions is based on the failure of Matt Stafford for the for at least these next two years, or eh. now now only one more year. Yeah, I mean, if you were expecting the Rams to get a low pick, that's insane. Well, it would have been nice for them to lose in the first round of the playoffs, so it would have been ten spots lower. You know, it was something happen, happened though. to Kyler that Murray. Team was built to win. They got dudes coming out of retirement to play for them. <laughs> like, yep. it wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> They had uh, Odell come to them, and though I, he apparently did he tear his ACL? Is that official yet? In uh in the Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, the trajectory of his career is really um uh, on a downward swing as it has been for a while. Um, I mean, shit, caught a touchdown. He's Super Bowl champ, though. R- rumors of uh rumors of Aaron Donald retiring, which would be fucking nice for the Lions. You I know, mean, reti- bad retire- for the league. Just because that's an exciting guy to I watch, mean, so the football's NFL, gonna get more boring. The, the NFL is <laughs> there. The, the, there's nothing that really that bad that can happen for for the league, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, but it's yeah, already a bad league. <laughs> feel feel bad for the Bengals and their fans. They are one of the teams that have never won a Super Bowl, but now they've been there three times. But you know, they got. It's not they're, like they're the Bills, though. It's not like they're that. I couldn't imagine being a Bills fan when that was going on. Four years in a row, no championships. And who knows that that shit might happen soon. Well, uh, well, now that Tom Brady has retired, the league seems um, to be wide open with parity right now, um, with m- most of the good quarterbacks being in the AFC. So that bodes well for the Lions in their future, especially if Aaron Rodgers leaves and goes to an AFC team, like. Maybe the Broncos, where his old offensive coordinator is now the head coach. That'd be cool. <laughs> it would be cool. Detroit needs something because right now we have yeah, none of our teams making the playoffs. With, like you know, the Bears and the Vikings. After that, though. Well, um, uh, we because Ford fired Stone still owns them, bro. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> it don't matter really. <laughs> well, I mean. Hopefully there's a well, – I have this theory, like, you know, we had Matt Millen, which was obviously the worst thing ever to happen to the Lions football, right? Mm-hmm. And then we finally get rid of him, and then we have – we still have uh, our GM that worked under Matt Millen that we had for a lot of years, but because we had right. Stafford, he kept his job because of Stafford's, like, um, you know, uh, goodness. I'm not going to say greatness, um, but – you know, keeping us afloat for so long. And then we got rid of him. And then the worst thing ever that happened, we got Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia and they mm-hmm. completely tanked our franchise. But now I do, <laughs> I do think the Stafford sort of departure happened when Caldwell got fired. Yeah. By Bob Quinn. Yeah. That after, whole team after was after like making connected. the playoffs. 
to him, I think, or like they really like respected him. Then you brought in Patricia, and and Patricia does not know how to coach. Most people from the New England coaching tree does not know how to coach, except for. Do you remember the podcast that we did when he got hired? You said we were going to go to the Super Bowl this year. I mean, I say that every year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize you're like how... you're like. Listen, Tom Brady retired. Aaron Rodgers might go to Denver. <laughs> Lions, if everything goes right in the draft, we might go to the Super Bowl. This hey, year. I'm on Ross and Brown. Jared, goddamn Goff, he, a, a Super Bowl playing quarterback. <sighs> you know, I'd rather have Stafford. I mean, yeah. You know, it would be the greatest thing for Stafford to do if he really cares about Detroit, like he keeps shouting out. Finish up this next year with the Rams. Don't sign a new contract and just come back when we're ready. I would love that. That'd be so sick. Because, you know, <laughs> Dan Campbell seems like the ultimate he would motivator. Probably, he would probably go to Atlanta, though. Isn't he a Georgia kid? He's a Texas kid. Oh, yeah. He went to Georgia, like, university. Yeah. Which, you know, He's honestly, Texas. Dallas could open up. Like, if Dak doesn't perform next year, that, yeah. could, be a, that could be a spot. Yeah. But I'm assuming he'll resign because it's Stafford and he likes to just resign. And it's fucking California. Even though you don't have fans, whatever. Like, it's fucking California. Yeah. Did you see um, uh, him uh, him react to a, a photographer falling off the stage? <laughs> yeah, he goes, oh, oh my God. He's like, what I a stand can't up help man, because that guy. I'm too fucked up. And <laughs> 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 you know he was too drunk. Dude, yeah. his speech where he's holding the bottle of what is it don julio 1492 yep. he's like he's like you guys are here all year long i just want to say <laughs> we appreciate you and then he's t- <laughs> he takes the shot <laughs> aaron donald hugs him he's like let's go <laughs> <laughs> funniest shit ever i'm like live your dream man yeah i wish that la had more fans because i don't i don't it's so stupid that there's two teams in that town that were from towns that had like you know pretty pretty stable fans for their teams in san diego and st louis yeah i think i think if anybody should have moved there it would have been the raiders you know la raiders was so cool back in the day yeah but now they're in las vegas which is still cool yeah you uh, hear Derek carr might get 40 mil a year are they really gonna pay him that much yeah that's just a uh you know bleacher report or whatever is he a free agent a ringer report i heard he still has a contract going on i would know if he was going to be a free agent i don't know no like an extension signing or something what do you think about that kyler murray over there scrubbing his instagram of all content related to the cardinals these guys are so weird doing that shit (laughs) (laughs) it's like 2022 bro everybody's gonna see um Which why does it... he want to leave i didn't hear anything about that do they not like their coach um i think he's upset because they have scapegoated the the uh the failure of their season on him after starting mm. off like like you know he was leading... mvp type when they started it mm. i really then, like him too and then the lions and they played the lions and the lions blew them out and ruined their season yeah no i, I was there at that game <laughs> yeah Dan Campbell, once Dan Campbell took over the play calling for the Lions, um, Jared Goff has been performing really well, actually. And I agree. No, that still... was a fun game to be at. Uh, it was, it was, yeah, didn't expect it to happen, but. Uh, yeah, and I got to go to the one where line. Justin Tucker kicked the longest ever field goal. Oh, Yvette, what a lad. That dude fucks <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, probably. 
<laughs> Quick, how much how much more time do we have on sports? I can't see, obviously. Looks like we got about twelve minutes. Okay. Um, we can keep talking about this. I do want to touch on that Olympic stuff. Well, let's just go right to it. The All Olympics right. are going right. on right yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, that we were just talking about this at work today, and this uh. You know, the Olympics are happening, the Winter Olympics, um, and there's this thing going on in figure skating concerning a uh, ROC representative, which is the Russian Olympic Committee, which they are now dubbed because uh, there is a doping scandal, I believe, in 2016? Probably. It sounds about right. It's, it's super interesting if you, like... My uh, my manager was kind of telling me about it, so I'll kind of like loosely, uh, you know, loosely say get this it. out before loosely I can say find it verbatim. Um, but anyways, <laughs> it's kind of like they were pretty much having like it was almost like sponsored doping that was going on. There were like almost two hundred athletes caught and banned. Um, so they can't perform under the Russian flag. Their anthems never played, so they're just performing under the Olympic flag as the Russian Olympic Committee. And there's this 15-year-old figure skater who, I guess, is heralded as, like, a generational type. Like, yeah. she hit, like, a somebody, my, my coworker said today, the quadruple axle or something during team event, which is another weird thing that... So she was caught uh, taking medicine for uh, her heart. And three of the su- she was uh, tested positive for three substances. One is a banned substance, like you cannot take that. Mm-hmm. And it's this weird thing where she's a minor and they're letting it slide, kind of because it's like, oh well, she didn't know what she was. She taking. just mixed her grand grandfather's medication up. Yeah, but it's like it's it's <laughs> it's something I guess like where it makes the blood flow like more to the heart, so they can like go faster. So, I don't know. But it's one of the things where I just kind of was like, well, why are, if, if minors, we're just talking about like minors can just get doped up and kind of get a pass. That's, do you have to have like an age restriction come in on the Olympics? Like, but, um, so she was allowed to perform and do all this. Um, Mm -hmm. but they said if she placed top three, not only would they strip the medal from her, whatever her place is, they would do it for the other two. I don't understand that. Exactly. So she was caught doing this banned substance and allowed to perform. But they right. said, like, it's... oh, yeah, if you medal, nobody medals. Well, the and thing is, the there thing is, is with that, the Olympics. Um, the, the, the American sprinter. Um... Well, the, the thing is with the Olympics is that it's very, like, you know, it's, it's, it's just a bunch of fucking country propaganda. And Russia has a lot of stake in the Olympics, so they're going to let this slide, apparently. So, no, uh, but, so, Shikari Richardson, I don't know if you remember her from Summer Olympics. She got caught a month before, uh, tested positive for marijuana Mm -hmm. and was suspended for a month, so she had to completely miss the Olympics. This is a black American woman who is a sprinter, um, and... Uh, yeah, got caught for a substance that doesn't even like make you perform better. Yeah. Marijuana. Yeah. It's all. So, it's all. It's all. It's all a bunch of bullshit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so this girl though, um, the uh, the fifteen year old Russian skater, uh-huh. fell today 
during her performance. Like, so, so do you think that was intentional? Is that what you're getting? We at? were that, and she placed fourth. So two other right. Russians took first and second. Then a Japanese woman uh, took third. I'm oh, sorry, definitely. That was definitely. That's that's what I. That's what we were all saying. We're like, did did she take this fall on purpose? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess because under- like that's the thing. Like at least because uh, I think right now the uh, Russian Olympic Committee is second in the medal race behind Norway. Norway has twenty six medals, and uh, ROC has twenty three. Yeah, well, um, uh, I, I, I guess I can kind of understand the stripping of the medals if she is in top three because it's kind of unfair to the one person that's left out, you know? Oh, but also, she, the uh, women's team figure skating took gold, and she was a part of that, and that's where she hit her like quadruple axle or whatever. Oh, like, so you're not first... stripping of that one? No, they didn't strip that. Okay. And that's it's so, <laughs> it's so murky and it's so <laughs> fucked up. And that's why the Olympics are fucking bullshit. And but it's just such a fascinating story because like you ban this this one girl for smoking pot, mm. but then this one girl who te- she tested positive for it in December for a literal performing performance enhancing drug and not just fucking weed. Yeah, that I a believe Shakari Richardson banned. was like I, I believe that's right when her like uh, one of her parents mom died. Th- yeah, her yeah. mom died. Yeah. I remember talking about this now. Yeah, yeah. It's all. It's it's quite it's like because I, I just man. started getting to it the past couple of days because uh, my coworkers have been talking about it. I was like, what the fuck? Because I haven't really been watching the Olympics. Uh, I mean, who uh, has? I haven't, <laughs> I haven't had time, and I don't know what channel they're on. Um, but Half yeah, of them are just, on Peacock now, I believe. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, it's just fucking weird, man. It's a weird, weird situation. You know, I was watching um before the Super Bowl at Benny's. Um, they had on bobsled on the tv oh great event and i'm just wondering like how the fuck did this thing get into the olympics what is this you know it's the first time jamaica's been in in like 25 years or something since cool runnings (laughs) it's the first time they've been in it no like the first time and since the cool runnings incident was cool running i thought cool runnings was like a comedy movie yeah, but it's like based on a true story. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never, I've never seen it. <laughs> Dude, it's a great John Candy film, man. Oh, Cool Runnings is great. <laughs> you know me and my movies that I haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, you're like, hey, man, I'm only seeing proper art house films, aka Wes Anderson or superhero movies <laughs> and New Girl. Which and doesn't count as a movie. <laughs> New Girl probably is coming out with a movie soon. I guarantee you. Uh, probably not. They just came out with a podcast, though. But we'll get to that. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, the Olympics—they just uh, kind of fuck up countries when they go into them. Like you know, China, I'm sure can handle it, but other countries that just like leave desolate, empty stadiums. You know? You yeah. Know no. Yeah. There's a lot of ghosts. Like yeah. What they weird. really should do is Trump should have actually bought Greenland and just made Greenland entirely into the Olymp- Winter Olympic spot, like every year. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you think that would cost? <laughs> First off, to buy the country. <laughs> Something you can't do. <laughs> <laughs> so an unimaginable amount of money that he would definitely believe that he had. I mean, for the, for the Summer Olympics, there's probably some island you could annex and just turn it into Olympic City. Oh, also, so we don't forget, at least when we come to politics, I heard uh, his beta 
uh, app launched today. Oh, I'm sure that's going to fail. Like, yeah, the Trump app. No, it has like, we'll get to it. Don't let me forget though. <laughs> um, uh, that's, that's funny. I didn't think we were going to talk about Trump. <laughs> I just saw it and I forgot. He's no, never ending, man. He's never ending. Oh, even even in the sports segment. It's unfortunate. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, um, uh, so this podcast was started five years ago after Tom Brady had the most impressive comeback in a Super Bowl ever. So, Brian, do you have any words to say about Tom Brady probably retiring? Um, finally. <laughs> with, him, with, with Tom Brady retiring, does that make Jared Goff the best quarterback in the NFC? I don't know. what I can't remember NFC. Everything should be East-West or something. Well, you have um, the other ones that are in contention would be Matt Stafford. Yeah, he's the best. Russell Wilson. Yeah, th- are you saying Jared Goss? <laughs> <laughs> Listen here. All right, honestly, I think I think Brady's coming out of retirement, and it's something that we theorized a couple years ago, and it's gonna be when Goff's contract's up. He's coming back. Yeah, to actually prove his worth, bring Detroit a Super Bowl. Yeah. I think he's probably going to, if he goes back, he'll probably be to the 49ers. But Oh, yeah, for sure. His hometown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wanted to go there first. Right. And they they were close. They were one completely yeah. obvious Matt Stafford interception that should have been caught away from going to the Super Bowl. So. Hey, but, but, you, you know, know. St- Stafford leaves Honestly, Detroit and gets all the luck. You know, that's, but, what, that's what fucking was happens that not, on the Was Lions. that not one of the best no-look passes you've ever seen? That was pretty, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, like, like the game-winning drive, too. That was fucking crazy. And also that defensive stop, wild. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't, I don't understand exactly why Cooper Cup got the MVP. It probably, I think it really it should have been Aaron Donald. Um, <sighs> yeah, but Cooper Cup had a like, I mean, they both had wildly, wildly impressive seasons. Yeah, I mean, if you're thinking of terms of fantasy, Cooper Cup went from, like, probably a fifth, sixth-round pick to probably being the number one receiver drafted next year now. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's going to be my keeper in my brother's league for sure. Oh, yeah, smart. Why, yeah, why, wouldn't, no. why wouldn't he? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, there are a couple other options, but I'm like, yeah, I definitely got to keep him now. I mean, he, he had, like, one of the best receiving seasons we've seen in a, in a minute. Yeah, he 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 almost broke Calvin Johnson's record, but he he did the triple crown, right? First in uh, receiving, first in catches, and first in touchdowns. Oh, he might have done that. I don't I don't know. I've been a uh, very anti Rams the whole year. I mean, that's cool, but they're kind of cool team, you know. God, it's just annoying being a Lions fan, you know. You know that <laughs> that halftime show was pretty cool too. Oh yeah, we you should know, talk about Inglewood. that a little bit. Yeah, maybe um, uh, entertainment, but. What did that one Republican senator say? Like it's oh, sexual, se- it's it was sexual deviancy or something. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't care. Se- sexual don't anarchy is what is what they said. Yeah, they also thought when Beyonce and it's like performed what? that that <laughs> like, it was a satanic cult. Just because it was like like it, it's just because there was a black woman singing like that was yeah, like no, it's fucking weird, man. Like, it's, look at the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, but don't look at them as much as that one person did that's in trouble for it right now. Also, yeah, Mary <laughs> J. Blige. I, I do want to rewatch it, but Mary J. Blige was the one I was, you know, least excited for because mm-hmm. it was the one I listened to the least, or, or Eminem. Um, but I think she had the best performance. <laughs> she killed it. It was great. <laughs> um, 
Eminem, I don't care for, but you know, it was cool to to see him and, and do the knee, which I guess the NFL didn't want him to do. And uh, yeah, but he's fucking Snoop. Eminem. He's gonna do whatever yeah, he wants. It's like, he what, is... what are you gonna do? Sue me? Like, okay. He might he might be one of the few people in the world that might be bigger than the NFL. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dr. Dre was there, first billion dollar rapper, yeah, and just played all the hits. Uh, Snoop Dogg wearing all crip outfits when they told him don't wear all blue. At least throw some yellow in there. Yeah, <laughs> and he and, was caught smoking a joint before, and then just I like how kept, that was a news story. Kept shouting out Crips. <laughs> I like how Snoop Dogg smoking weed before the halftime show was a news story. Like, what the fuck do you think he does? Like, yeah. it's, it's right. literally his brand. And I think, <laughs> and the no best. one gives a shit about weed anymore, especially in California. The best, the best. My manager, he goes, I guarantee you, they're gonna come out. He's like, my predictions, they're going to come out to the next episode first, and they're going to have a surprise performance by 50 Cent. And I was like, no way. And 50 Cent (laughs) was hanging upside down like he was in the In The Club video. And I was like, holy shit. I emailed him halfway through the game, halfway through that shit. I was like, you son of a gun. (laughs) Oh, that was so. Beer number two, entertainment. So did you actually email him? Yeah. Uh, Brian's still on email over here. Well, you know, I didn't, you know, he's, he's the my early odds are he's, back. He's, he's, uh, he's not a text guy. Yeah, dude, I do a Gmail, dog. I got it on my phone, so I just, you know, I email him real quick. He emailed right back. Yeah, I mean, you could text, but. Yeah, you know. but I don't know. I, he's, he's, <laughs> I, we don't hang out. I text him when we're at work. When he's, when we're out of work, he's a family man. He's like, don't talk to me outside of work. I don't like you guys. And we're like, we get that, Andy. You're you're just old. We'll send you emails instead, which also go directly to your phone and pop up immediately. Exactly. <laughs> he probably doesn't have the notifications on, but who knows? Anyway, what are we on here? We're on to entertainment, Brian. And we have to talk about yellow jackets because I haven't got to talk with anybody that's watched it on this pod yet all the way through. Do you have any comment? Yeah, I'd rather talk about something else. <laughs> okay, what do you want to talk about? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I don't have any uh, any friends up here who have watched it. Uh, I keep recommending it to everybody, but they're like, oh, I don't have Showtime. I'm just like, fucking invest. There are some good sh- there's some good shit on there, like Jesus and Marrow and... Dexter Yellow Newblood. Jack. Yeah, um, I didn't watch it. I've only watched watch- the first episode. I hear it gets I better, heard- but... I heard it gets better, but I heard the ending is fucking terrible. Yeah, probably not gonna. I'm probably gonna cancel my subscription soon until the season two. Uh, of I Yellow recommend Jackets diving into Deuce and Mero if you want a funny talk show with cool celebrity guests. Not my jam. <laughs> you would you would appreciate their humor. But um, uh, Yellow Jackets. If you don't do it, you're racist. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, Yellow yep. Jackets. Yellow Good Jackets, show. a show about a champion soccer team and a high a champion high school soccer team undefeated going to finals gets into a plane From crash. New Jersey um, gets into a plane crash somewhere in Canada, and They're going uh, to Washington, I believe, right for the finals, and they crash mm-hmm. in like the wilderness of Ontario or something. Yeah, somewhere in Canada. I'm not. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure where. And then it basically has two storylines going on of the. Which is- plane crash and then the 20 years later takes place in uh 2021 nine, yeah 2021 in 19 like 96 
or something. Yep, and uh, you know, channeling lost vibes. Channeling lost vibes, some fucking massive horror vibe. That's why I recommended it to you right away. With like, mm. I got yeah. I mean, Lost was the first one that came to mind, honestly. Well, yeah, it's, it's plane, like, plane crash, two different plane crash. Lines. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's what I was just gonna <laughs> say. Yeah, two of our favorite things. But um. but but not but also different from Lost. It's not um you know each episode isn't like strictly character centric. Yeah, there are yeah. characters that have bigger roles, but yeah, um, there are you, don't, you know four. We could we we could say at least in the twenty twenty one storyline four main characters. Um, are we just gonna if we're gonna talk about this? We're kind of gonna do a spoiler. Oh yeah, we're probably should we should is, we let people know right now? This is the split six podcast. We spoil stuff. Yeah, we we do we do go to hell if you uh, haven't listened before, and go to hell if you haven't watched Yellow Jackets before. And also welcome back, welcome to heaven because we love you. <laughs> Can never be heaven without you. Yay! <laughs> that so, was the weirdest yay. <laughs> <laughs> I was typing shit in my phone and um, I got excited. You got you short circuited a little bit. <laughs> I did the simulation, man. It, it it tripped me up. Oh, we can get into that too. But um, uh, also um, yeah, let's get into at least a bit of the Yellow Jackets. So, uh, in 2021, main characters are Misty, Natalie, Shauna, and Ty, Taisa. And also played by, like, these, it's like a renaissance for some of these 90s actresses, like Christina Ricci, Juliette Lewis, uh, Melina Lisinski, who was in uh, Don't Look Up, and Taiwan Cyprus. Like, it's, it's so cool to see some of these. Wait, what are the four girls that we know are alive in the 20... 20- 21 storyline we know it's um, uh misty misty of course the kind of so misty misty co- also kooky, crazy it, one she b- broke the black box so she's the reason why nobody could find them she's the reason you know yeah yeah um, desperate for desperate for love uh kind of from like from ben their coach who's oh, who's a gay uh, man who's a gay man yeah um um natalie uh, played by Julia Lewis. She's the one who's um, in love with Trav. Yeah, classic labeled in high school as a slut for having sex like once. Yep. Uh, Taisa, played by Tanya Cypress, who is uh, uh, Jasmine Savory Brown, uh, who is Who's from The a... Leftovers. Yep. Um, uh, she's a lesbian. Um, Ty, yeah. She's and is the... running for office in 2021. Yeah, and oh, also uh, suffers for some weird sleepwalking things. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, Shauna, played by Melina Lisinski, um, who was pregnant in the past. Um, yeah, and... she's played by so I don't know who this is. Um, because their pictures don't even look alike, but yeah, uh, they did a Shana, really Team did... Shauna was. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I said I was just going to say they did a really good job casting um the the characters like to the older people and the younger people. Yeah, no, I was just like cuz Teen Shauna in this picture she just has blonde hair and I was like, "Oh no, wait, what?" <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's a So it's just those the three girls, director right? Is, huh? The girls that are alive in the future so far that we know, it's just those three girls, right? Four. Oh yeah, four, and, I'm sorry. Yeah, but we'll get to uh we'll get to um theories yep in a minute um, um 
And the but show yeah, opens whoever the with casting a, director is is amazing. Yeah, did a very good job. Um, I think they probably casted the um uh, the, like the '90s people first because those are the bigger names, and then found people that could act that looked younger than them. Lottie is also confirmed to be alive. It's confirmed. Uh, at least at the end, I it's think it's not. It, it's not. It's not confirmed yet. Um, I think at the end, the end they reference Lottie, but they we don't know if it's like we because we don't know what happens. So I thought this was a mini series going into it. Yeah, uh, what, you were so disappointed. I was disappointed because I wanted I wanted a conclusion. I didn't want to keep paying for Showtime. You um, wanted like a West uh, uh, a Watchmen type thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I think mini series are the best. The best kind of a uh, like because you know TV shows I think are better than movies right now and mini series are better than TV shows because you don't you know when you know when the end ending is coming like it it's easier to write rather than trying to put all these cliffhangers at the end you know yeah but the thing is it's like there's not many mini series so it's that's it's right just and he, a hard, and that's he, why the thing is, is I feel like it's harder to do a mini series well there's been some that like if you like you know like Mayor of Easttown like. That one could go into it knowing it's a miniseries, like conclusive story, you know, and like even think like True Detective, you know, those are essentially miniseries. Well, there are anthologies, yeah. Right, but anthology is just a miniseries with like the same kind of themes. In you could things. argue that The Wire's like that in a way. They just have recurring characters throughout. I mean, kinda, I mean, I'm reading this but, book but not right really. now. Where, <laughs> not I mean, really. I'm reading this book right now where they interview all the, you know, up, especially up, doesn't, doesn't up the, to the head of like HBO at the time down to the, like the cinematographer. Like they interview all the cast and crew and they're talking like, oh, yeah, people hated season two because it introduced this entire new cast. And it's technically anthology series because it's a new storyline every single season. That's like arguing that SVU is a miniseries. No, that's that's episodic. Okay. That's like Twilight Zone. Because with the same season, what? they stick to the one storyline throughout the entire season. But also, storylines are woven through. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like American Horror Story, like every season they say is connected. It's, yeah, it's... but like very, very vaguely, and they use the same actors to play different roles. It's not really like The Wire. Like, you don't have mm-hmm. uh Yeah, it's just way better. I did yeah. just finish watching that, too, so that's been on my mind. I still haven't finished the last season. I've been That's that's the show that I've been watching for the longest that I haven't finished yet. And I've watched that... F- ah, well, ah, you don't appreciate it, so it's not worthy talking to you about. <laughs> but Yellow Jackets, <laughs> Yellow Jackets um, obviously won me over the first episode because it just seems so... Like, you know, that, that gruesome slide kick that... Taisa does on uh, that one. Oh yeah, so leg. so yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh mm. yeah. Well, you see the bone come through. Which probably ends up saving that girl's life. Yeah, and then she hosts that like reunion party. Mm. That was so funny. Um, so yeah, I think um, just touching like if you haven't watched this, you already know. But touching on like Taisa's thing with, I think it was the. F- hmm. We don't know if it was the first time she had the sleepwalking incident because there was that incident episodes before with Lottie coming out and she's like, were you eating dirt last night? And she's like, I don't have time for your crazy shit. And then she yeah. wakes up in the tree when she was supposed to be on watch and has a flare gun. And, and then her, uh, her girlfriend's getting fucked up by wolves. Yeah, Van has her face eaten off by wolves. And also Van almost died 
because Jackie yeah. didn't want to save her. That was one of the like the cool twists that I was not. And then she comes either. back like surprise, <laughs> and then yeah. she just they fucking burn her, and she's like, "Really, guys? Fire!" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like making jokes about it. <laughs> but yeah. like early on, you could you could see. Um, from like the first, uh, kind of supernatural aspect of it where they, they find that cabin and they do that seance and Lottie kind of freaks out. And that was and my favorite s- moment in season one was smacks her head the on the board thing. and, 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 and how many people like start to sort of believe it like van, especially at the end of that season where it's like, yeah, but also like everything. How is do you Misty's- not believe it after the bear comes? I'm just saying like everything is Misty's fault because mm-hmm. she broke the black box. If she didn't do that, they could have been found. Yep. And Missy probably loves it. Like, Oh, yeah, she does. You can tell she does. And that's, like, I talk, oh, you should have Chris Kelsey on here to talk about this, because him I've asked I him. Just, he is, he is, he is uh, petrified of being on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. But have you talked to him about this show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, so he, him and I, he has some, he has some great theories, too, but, uh, I think everybody had that. Uh, he was probably going into Reddit about the uh, Javi being the the boyfriend and all that, and but yeah. we don't know where he is anymore. He he just ran in the goddamn fucking woods, you know? Right. Well, we know he's not the boyfriend. Like Eric we know is. that, but we don't know. I guess where we don't he officially is. know he's not. But like, I would think that. I, no, I, he's. I, I I when when Chris brought that theory up to me, I was like, no, they would have recognized him. Like even no. I know that, I know he's a little older, but like still, you can. You, there would have been a it question. It was a big fucking theory on Reddit. I don't know, but it was like, but after they killed him, it's like, oh yeah, you just tied the torso, bury it. What if they find it? It's like, you know how pissed I would have been if he was, if if the boyfriend was Javi, like, because how unless he had like some massive facial reconstructive surgery, like Jesus Christ, like you would have recognized him. I mean, hey, there have been worse theories. We can talk about loss if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, so it, it basically ends with, uh, people like from Lottie's camp or people that believe in whatever Lottie is coming to take away, um, what's her, what's her name? Jackie. Is Jackie the... Oh, the, oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. At the end, uh, in the, in 2021, Natalie. Yeah. Natalie. J- yeah. Jackie is Nat's best friend or, um, sorry. Uh, Shauna's best friend. Shauna's best friend. And she froze to death outside. Dude, and also there's that there's the man who's definitely in the woods that everybody's been seeing in their dreams. Yeah, uh, it's you know I I, I I like everything that's that's going on with like being supernatural and being like super confusing and you don't really know. Like this is the kind of show that really gets me. So this I highly recommend this show to everyone, as I'm sure you would too. No, yeah, that's the thing. It's just like on Showtime, which is which is frustrating. But it it's got that cool like mystery, uh, and supernatural thing, which is like it it is gonna be interesting too to see what Lottie's cult is about. Because obviously, mm-hmm. I think at the end she's it's it's she's not confirmed, but she's probably I would say I, I think would lean it, towards I, she made it because I was talking to I was talking to Chris and it's like oh yeah that's definitely a it was definitely a, like a girl and a guy or two girls and a guy or two guys and a girl. And I'm like, damn, like, I didn't think Lottie would get out of there. Um, there's also, remember that super pious Christian girl who, like, the, with, the plane? Uh, she, yeah, with the plane and then the fucking teddy bear just ignited? Mm-hmm. What was that about? 
Um, I thought that something in the plane ignited. I don't think it was the teddy bear. I thought something like underneath the seat. Yeah, but it was like it. It seemed like supernatural. Maybe. Well, we know they do get they do get out, and that Shauna had wrote everything in her journal that her husband had eventually saw, and it wasn't anything to like lead him away. You oh know? yeah, uh, yeah. Um, also, I want to talk about um, Ty's Ty's reveal at the end, where obviously she doesn't eat meat. Mm-hmm. There's a reason she doesn't eat meat. Yeah, well, clearly they eat people. Like that's that's yeah, explained. That's like in the first season. I read a, <laughs> I read such a dumb article that was like, oh yeah, since we didn't get the can't, we didn't actually see them eat people. There's no actual proof that they did. It was some like dumb when you're on like the Google app on your phone, like they pop up of like, oh, you've been searching about this. Yeah, but like, like dude, even though even though they, the, 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 the show opens that way, they fell in spikes. Like how else? Like you're telling me. You you just think they're gonna string somebody up, like by their mm. legs and slit their throat so all the blood drains down, and right. not eat them. Well, yeah, the you whole thing—it's the middle of winter too, <laughs> right? And, and that's and, the thing. All of season two for them, it's winter coming, so right. it's gonna be that. It's gonna and, and, be you know, fucking and then, dark, and that all... show has been dark. And you open it up with like that that scene of the girl getting strung up and whatnot. And she has that necklace that Jackie had, but then it ends with Jackie dying. So yeah, you have so to assume it's, it's like, not Jackie because obviously. especially and that's a good catch. I didn't notice that actually. They almost they almost make it like uh like the girls running and like getting chased. So it's it's not like they're choosing who to eat. It's like they're setting traps. Yeah, so, no, that was a booby trap for sure. And right. also like. So with with any with uh 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 Ty um so she's obviously you know got PTSD over dogs from yep. Van getting eaten by wolves right and then uh her dog at home goes missing and their adopted son was like oh no the bad one did it and the bad one took him and then you find her like. Uh, her partner, her wife, finds her crawl space where this dog's head is severed on it. And it's like, oh, yeah, sleepwalking Ty killed this dog and set up, like, this weird fucked up shrine. Mm-hmm. Oh, that shit was fuck. I like her storyline so fascinating because she's in this position of, you know this uh like she's running for office right you know so she's like in a spotlight yeah yeah uh it's i mean like i i just i I can't wait to see what happens next and i hope it isn't a long wait for the next season i don't think there will be i mean it's already renewed for season two right and with you know like more restrictions being lifted i think it will you know we won't wait that long at least i hope not you never know um well, yeah, no, I'm glad. I'm glad you are are excited. When I first introduced you, you were, you were definitely like, "Damn it, man! I wish it wasn't getting renewed and all that." Like, I wanna, but it's it. There are so many so many ways I can go with this. Mm-hmm. That's what's so fun. Like, it's gonna be, you know, like I said, it's oh, it's gonna be in winter and you know this and that and who knows though. You never know. 
Yeah, so everyone go check it out. Um, we will try not to spoil. We know we've already spoiled a bunch, but like it's still worth the ride. Um, there's so much more we didn't cover. Dude, also, yeah, Chris was Chris Chris point, pointed out one thing. He's like, what if they like talk about more of the girls that they actually didn't talk about in season one, like during the crash? Yeah, because there was some, and then I'm sure, they, yeah. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they yeah. did. Sa- I'm sure they saved some for that. Like, you know, like. I don't know how many seasons the show is going to go on for. Hopefully, I don't three, know, but I'm excited. Three is the sweet spot of any TV show. Like or four. Shout out to Atlanta coming out soon. Yeah, actually, I want, actually, I want to pivot to this. There's a couple of shows that are um, ending, and uh, or like Atlanta's one of them. Season three is pre- premiering soon, and they it's just said premiering that, March, and then uh, season four is premiering in the fall, and they said that, and that's we're it. Done. And just yep. today, apparently a lot of this got announced today because um, today Stranger Things just got announced that um, season four is premiering in two parts in uh, May and then June. And then there's going to be one more season after it, and that's going to be done. And we're also a couple of a uh, couple of months away from the end of Better Call Saul, which is going to be the end of the whole Breaking Bad story. I don't know if you've ever if you've started that. I only saw the first season, but I've been waiting just for it to end because I'm like... Mm. you know i can just binge it all i do want well, to get into a, a now show it, like now it's time for you to start i think so i'm like i i just finished re-watching the wire and i'm reading this book and i'm gonna finish it soon so i'm like i got an i'm trying to get into new shows my one co-worker is trying to get me to watch the sopranos and then uh david's trying to get me to watch and then another co-worker is trying to get me to watch uh succession which Three I've seasons. Heard, heard so much about that. I know. I've heard so many good things that I think it might it might be the one. And yeah. uh Pusha T remixed the theme song and Pusha T's like top ten rappers mm-hmm. of all time for me, so I'm like, I might have to. I hear it's yeah. funny and like, you know. But like I what know. I you know, thankfully I mean you know, I mean, thankfully at least the government is stopping to care about COVID. So, like, cause Stranger, yeah. Stranger, <laughs> Stranger Things season um, three came out in, like, June of 2019, and season four is about to come out in, like, uh, a couple months now. And it's Oh, yeah, 20, no, I, I only watched the first two. Um, season three was my favorite. Um, mm. I, sort of, I have this theory about TV shows that season three, at least, like, the end the end of season three is always like the best, best moment of any TV show. Like you think of lost, like, you know, the not Penny's boat and revealing that they're flash forwards. That's great. Think of game of Thrones, red wedding happened, uh, season three, right at the end. Think of, uh, um, just think of it. Like think of, uh, the wire season three. That's your favorite season, you know? Uh, season four probably is after my rewatch, but stringer bell did get killed. I think like, they they usually do the big kill episodes like one episode before the final. Yep. But uh, Red Wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I feel like people took a lot of notes from the wire, but yeah, like season. I I go back and forth every we rewatch this uh this mm-hmm. uh last one. I I definitely went with season four, like just because they focus on these kids and like it was really uh, heart wrenching. Season four uh, is the last one, right? Season five? no, season five is uh, okay, which is. My least favorite, but I gotta say, like, I think the worst season of The Wire, which is season five, is, like, the best season of any of, you know, 
anyone's favorite seasons of their favorite TV show. It's it's yeah, that you, good. You, it's that you love the wire. Cast. I do. I do. I think it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, season three, I think, if I could just touch on that it real quick, is so fascinating. It is. It is so good because they. That's the season where they like legalize drugs in certain areas of Baltimore, what they mm-hmm. call Amsterdam. And in like, that was in they don't legalize it right. They just t- tell the cops that not to do anything. Yeah, it's pretty much like oh yeah, as long as you don't rob and kill people, like selling drugs and doing drugs in this area is fine. Mm-hmm. And nobody like the their higher ups didn't know about it. The mayor didn't know about it. The press didn't know about it. And then like like other countries are starting to do that and like this was it's a fascinating read too in this book because like a lot of the people involved like the character names like uh sergeant jay landsman in it is a real sergeant in the baltimore police and he's actually cast as a different character who's this like small thin guy and sergeant jay landsman is like this fucking overweight heavy set guy (laughs) so they have like and they have like all these real people coming through like dave simon who's the creator and writer of it is he wrote for the baltimore sun for 20 years or 30 years or something and then uh the other co-creator ed burns was a former baltimore police cop so it's not a it's not a cop show that was the entire thing like that's why season two is so different because that was like at the time they're like okay now we can we got renewed we can build a city and that's an important season because you figure out where the drugs are actually coming from where they're coming in from and uh yeah that season's so cool to watch too because like so much shit goes down but uh yeah it's just about him like building not a not a universe but just this entire city where it's not just following one crew they introduce characters so well better than any show i've ever seen and like take them out really well and surprisingly like i think like that was like when you first watch it it's like oh shit they killed him off they killed her what mm-hmm. it was like it's like game of thrones you know yeah it, it's i mean the wire I, I i can't i can't ever shit on the wire it's not it's not one of my favorites but i know um, uh, i know you're more into like the you know the sci-fi yeah. and all that but yeah. i love it just because it's like so like real like there was mm. i mean the it's, set it's, designs it's, it, were it seems, literally it seems, it seems like the most realistic re- it, realistic uh characteristic of uh, of a, it like is a, of a reading TV this show. book they said like they were like there you know we didn't do any set design we would just go down an alley and there would literally just be crack vials on the ground yeah and we would just shoot like, I mean, they that's, just it's impressive they also brought on... Um, I wish more people had, uh, like, watched The Wire, you know? like. Oh, yeah. No, that's the thing. Nobody watched it during the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, not even I, because I wasn't old enough. But they were, like... Dave Simon had to beg to, like, get renewed every time. They are like, you have The Sopranos. Like, you have this. You have you have other shows. People are going to pay attention later. And it got really noticed during, like, season three and four. And... Then they're just like, well, I know I want to end it with media because that's that's what I do. Dave Simon says, and he's like, we're ending it here. It's gonna be fine, you know. Well, once the show gets on too long, like you know, it's gonna be like The Walking Dead, where yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, it was it was it was pretty good in the beginning, you know. If, if you remember, I, you did you watch The Walking Dead as it was coming out? Yeah, I just want to say I I'll stop talking about The Wire, but I could literally like talk about this for the rest of the podcast <laughs> i want to talk about the show i want to talk about more but, season threes 
Like, you know, yeah, we have no, our, our, um, mut- our I, mutual the favorite I, or second favorite show is in The Leftovers. We do think that season three was the best season. And uh, um, yeah, I would say so. I do really love season two, though. But I do like season yeah. three more just because the Australian well, thing. That's that what makes so, that's what make a good that's show. That's so fucking cool. The first do, yeah. three seasons of a show have to be good. After the, if they go on longer, then it's like you, like well, you think to be Game fair, of Thrones. The first three seasons were really good. We, that's when, be, that's when we were peak into it, you know. Yeah, and to be fair, uh, the leftovers they thought they didn't know if they were getting renewed for season two, and then yep. season two ended kind of like okay, we could end it here, and then you know they got renewed for season three and they're like we don't want to freak out about this anymore and Damon Lindelof and mm-hmm. uh, Tom don't know his last name guy who actually wrote the book Tom Peloton Peloton bike yeah Chris Kelsey did say that he he really enjoyed the book but um I I yeah that's a brilliant brilliant show if you haven't watched it shame on you um you know, like one of the I'm, finest performances, I think, is like the Kevin Senior. Yeah, I mean, everyone, everyone in that show, though, everyone in like, that show God. is great. Everyone, you watched, like, uh, we watched Euphoria. No, I just started it the other day, and I'm just not really digging it. Um, but I keep seeing on Twitter about how good this season is, whatever they're in right now, season two. Um, so I'm trying to force my way yeah, through it but I know, then i, then I, I started am, rewatching the magicians and season yeah. three of the magicians is the best season i'm i'm rewatching, or i'm not rewatching. i'm sorry i'm watching uh the righteous gemstones oh i have i have not watched this week's episode but otherwise i'm caught up no i i, I just started it so i'm on oh okay uh, yeah like i just finished episode four of season one last night um uh, this i texted my buddy i didn't know if you were into it, but i texted my buddy who's into it, and he's like i was like hey man why didn't why doesn't gideon just beat this dude's ass like he can because he like <laughs> clearly knows karate and then he's just like just fucking watch this show man. Just uh the, this, <laughs> this comedy podcast i listened to um somebody said at the end like yeah you should watch the righteous gemstones um it's like a rich man's succession <laughs> Which uh, I don't, I, I haven't seen Succession, so yeah, I, I haven't I either. Know. But I thought they were all rich in it. <laughs> yeah, they are, and you know, Danny McBride and uh, and, and Walter and, Goggins. Yep. So Wal- yeah, Danny Walton McBride- Goggins. Walton, sorry. Um, yeah, Vice <laughs> Principals. Adam, Adam uh, Devine, right? Eastbound and Down. Yeah, John Goodman's in it. Adam Levine. 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 Yeah. Levine, maybe, yeah. No, that's the singer. I think it's Divine. Is it? I can't remember. There's a singer, Adam Levine. That's the. Oh, is he? I thought he was. That's the, the American one. Idol winner. Okay, he's always yeah. wearing glitter. Maroon Five guy. Yeah. I, well, okay. Yeah. No. 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 No, no. 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 Not the Maroon Five guy. It's not. I don't. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Whatever. It's a guy. <laughs> it's a guy from Workaholics is in it, and he's. Yeah. <laughs> he's such. Yeah. He lives. <laughs> How far are you? <laughs> I'm four episodes into season one. He oh, lives with damn. a reformed Satanist. Yep. And he goes, thank you so much for showing me the light. He goes, uh, You got a fun ride right ahead of you. He's like, I feel like... Fear number three, politics. <laughs>
But yeah, He's like, you should... I'd kill myself. I'd kill myself for you, Calvin. You asked me to. He goes, I know, buddy. You say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he really does. It's super weird. He's got six 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 tatted on his chest. <laughs> yeah, that show. He... That show is good. the The beginning of season two, I was like, oh man, I don't know. And then, and then like episode two, or actually, this is not a spoiler, so I won't tell you. All right, well, so I will tell you, but Jason Schwartzman is in, like, the first episode of uh, season two. Oh, right on. I love him. Yeah. Dude, Bored to Death crossover. Yep. <laughs> I've been but, thinking about rewatching that show, at least the first two seasons. Season three is a bit weird. Sometimes I put it on when I go to sleep. Um, you know, Dude, it's one- oh, speaking of season three, isn't that a weird... Isn't that... That's a worst season. You know, honestly, I kind of forget about that show because of how quickly I watched it and... When did I start watching that? Did I start watching During that? During quarantine. Dur- yeah, that's why. It's all blurry. <laughs> yeah, dude. You love that show. Mm-hmm. I got you into that show. Yeah, another one of the classic Brian Nice go- shows that you got me into. Go- <laughs> There's an episode. So it's Ted Danson. We'll get to politics in a minute. I hear you. <laughs> it's Ted Danson. It's Zach Galifianakis. Ted Danson, who I fucking love after who- seeing Bored to Death and then watching my new one of my new favorite sitcoms in The Good Place. And he's also in Cheers. I have not watched Cheers yet, but I'm afraid I mean, to see I, I've, him young. I've only watched the first two seasons. I kind of don't want to watch it all because it's kind of <laughs> dated. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I do want to watch it for, like, Woody Harrelson and all because I love him. <laughs> but anyways, um, and uh, Jason Schwartzman, who I think is just a fucking gem. I love that guy. I love all those guys. They're great. You know, we got we to gotta rush through politics real quick because we didn't yeah. – Aren't, aren't the Russians invading the world? Yeah. Well, well, well traditionally on the year anniversary episode, we talk about the Oscars, so we do have to talk about that. So oh. I will use I will use my holdup after we get through a little bit of politics. Yeah, that's cool. I forgot about the Oscars. I'm so yeah, out so of touch. So, we don't so, get internet up here. What? I'm just kidding. Oh, he's going to say, <laughs> wait, how, how am I doing this right now? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, Russia has Ukraine surrounded on three sides of their border because they kind of sea cup them, like uh, things. After they said of... they were pulling out, yep. And then you know, it, it's not been confirmed they're pulling out. It just it seems like they're just adding more troops. Um, the U.S. It feels like the U.S. really wants them to, to do it, you know. And that's what Russia propaganda wants you to think, also. Hey, man. Everything's but propaganda. Everything America, is propaganda. America's the last shittiest empire. Yeah. Um, admit we're in the, it could have been an empire. We're in the great M- end times. We definitely were an empire. <laughs> yeah, but nobody wanted to admit it. Probably peaked in the 90s. Ooh, did you just fart? No, my dog is uh, on the ground oh. making weird noises. <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, but no, yeah, I did. Yeah. I did just listen to a podcast about it, about like the American Crusades and how like they uh, they didn't. No, nah, it didn't. The American Empire didn't peak in the nineties. It was it was more like when they were trying to an, annex us, uh, annex um, the Philippines in the eighteen end of the eighteen hundreds, entering the nineteen hundreds, and then this professor like. These guys on the podcast were like, oh, yeah, why didn't they want to do it? And they're just like, Americans don't care. They didn't care about it. Because William McKinley was just, like, weirded out that he wanted to declare an empire and they didn't really want to be imperialists because, right. you know, we 
aren't an imperialistic country, but we kind of are. We're like a like in the closet imperialist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, not as well, not as openly as you know, um, England, where you actually had settlers settle there. Mm. And we are, we are we, one thing Americans are good at is PR, and. <laughs> <laughs> we like we are the hollywood capital of the world obviously we have hollywood but like you know we make the best media out of any any place you know south korea is getting up there with uh the success of like squid game and stuff but you can't make movies like you do in the united states which means you can't make media like you do in the united states because we are the most capitalist country in the world and anything that we do that makes money we are really good at getting money which sucks <laughs> yeah. Late stage capitalism is coming to a forefront right here, and I think, uh, yeah, I think it hopefully will end. But yeah, sorry to interrupt. What's uh yeah, what's going on in Russia? We don't know, um, uh, but we are on the brink of what could be a World War Three. Yeah, um, uh, especially because uh, China's still planning on doing uh Taiwan in right. You know they probably are, and uh, you know it's it's about to come to a point where these leaders are going to be like okay. Let's invade. You want to use your nukes? We'll use ours. And then... Yeah, maybe... where's your theory on mutually insured destruction there, then? Well, the countries that they're invading don't have nuclear bombs. Like, Ukraine is the closest thing because... the but, ha, Yeah, believe, what about I, NATO and all, and uh, or NATO and uh, the UN? What, 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 what are their allies? Who, who, who's... who's... Well, so everyone in Western Europe is like, you know, doesn't want Russia to do this. And, uh, you know, because Ukraine doesn't have their own nuclear weapons and we are like, like NATO and them is is like promised to defend them if they are like invaded and stuff like that. That's where it's going to come push to shove. Like, do we actually go there and defend them because they don't have their own nuclear capabilities? So this is going to really test like because if 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 they if Ukraine had nuclear capabilities, which I believe were stripped to the stripped from them, um, with the promise of us defending them, are we going to actually use them? Are we going to actually defend them? What's going to happen? You know, that's that's a big big question, because Russia is afraid of Ukraine joining the United Nations and having the spread of democracy reach uh, Russia with because you know, how connect, interconnected those countries are. And Russia and Vladimir Putin specifically does not want his autocracy to be questioned, even though there are elections coming up in two years. Wonder how those are going to go. Um, <laughs> like, as if they don't jail people that are running against Putin, you know, that get any kind of support. Yeah, that um, shit's fucked. Yeah, so I think if you give Ukraine access to their own nuclear weapons, this is never a possibility. Just like, why isn't Russia invaded North Korea, which is right there? <laughs> You know? No, yeah. It's... I think it's bound to happen. Taiwan, they don't have nuclear bombs because they're defended by the United States, so they don't need them. Mm -hmm. But pulling the United States into, like, a world like that is world-ending. Yeah, I don't know. I think I... I, It just, like... I don't know. I don't... It's weird. I just... It's... It feels like it's gonna happen because it's Russia, and they are, you know, they just don't care. I've been playing. It's this. not. It's not like I don't know. I I can't say that because obviously I. Um, Ooh, also, you see not, the shit that's going like, on in Canada right now. I just want to say it's not like the same thing 
when there was that beef between like the u.s and north korea when like trump was like it doesn't feel the same it definitely just feels like you know something actually is real because we're not really as connected with it like we feel like mm. we might not be as uh, affected by it but it's definitely yeah, it's gonna weird because us. it's it's weird because western europe is affected by this everyone that's in nato like you know it's not it's not affecting the united, united I, it united will States. it will with like i feel like a lot of stuff we don't realize and like, also ukraine like grows like a lot of the crops and stuff yeah. for all of western <laughs> europe yeah so like they are deeply invested in this country um but and you mentioned Canada, didn't uh, didn't uh, uh, who who's your boy Elon Musk just tweet out something that he deleted comparing uh, just Justin uh, Trudeau to Adolf Hitler with his restrictions on the map? You didn't hear about that? No, I oh, I, wow. I, I I heard that um Elon Musk had to delete a tweet comparing yeah. something to the Holocaust. Yeah. Yeah, it was because he compared the prime minister. Well, first of all, fuck Elon Musk. I really yeah, don't if like you, that If guy. you support Elon Musk, don't, like, you know, it's, you, I don't know. Don't listen to this. <laughs> go to hell. Like, straight up, yeah, go to hell. Um, but uh, I know in Canada they have like, these truckers that have been blocking the Ambassador Bridge into um, Detroit, like, for a lot of days striking or protesting against the vaccine mandates to go get across the bridge and Canada just enacted some weird thing that they have where they can like arrest people, which is not, I don't think it's a good thing. Like arrest people take and jail people for being protesters, which is not a good thing because if uh, people that are fighting for actual things, like, you know, in the future of the United States with we're going on right now with uh, Roe v. Wade being challenged and stuff like that, that if that leaks over, you know, it's just, I don't know. Kind of all governments are kind of going out of control. The pandemic has really fucked things up for the powers at be. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely, like, if there are violent protesters, definitely, but not just, like, peaceful like, protesters. Yeah, they're... Yeah, I mean, the thing is that they're, like, you know, the they are doing things the way that it's actually going to hurt um, a government, even though they're protesting, which I think are ridiculous things that they're protesting. And, you know, even other um, flying, like, Nazi flags, Trump flags, and um, Confederate flags in Canada, which is ridiculous, um, they probably should still be allowed to protest. The thing is... Nah, I mean, what's the penalty for, like, flying a Nazi flag in Germany? um, Yeah, it's not cool in Germany. I don't know what the exact penalty is, but it's really... Yeah, you go on with that. There's, like, really some... uh, no, like you go on with your thought. I'm just going to look it up. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, uh, the, the, the real way, if, you, like, if people are protesting against shit like, that is ridiculous, like vaccine mandates or mask-wearing mandates that are just things that are going to help the general public, um, the real way to get rid of uh, these kind of protests is to do counter-protests. And, like, you know, you have all these trucks here, like, have have people on your side go out there and protest against them and um, maybe not necessarily like punch them or anything, you know, like don't punch a Nazi, but you know, maybe damage their trucks, maybe damage their, why not punch them, man? (laughs) Cause that's just going to enrage them more. But if you damage their property and and make them have to pay a bunch more money, 
Like that's that's what's going to make them stop because they don't have as strong of will and they don't have a real a real thing to fight for. It's just a bunch of conspiracy theories that they're fighting for. Not so here's like the thing: human justice. in in Germany, it's illegal to publicly display a Nazi flag and deny the Holocaust. In the United States, completely legal to display a Nazi flag. Completely legal to yep. openly deny the Holocaust. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm, I, I'm not <laughs> like, sure. They are, well, you know, it goes back to the CIA when they just, you know, after World War II and they just allowed all these Nazi war criminals after they fled to Argentina and just, you know, got them, mm. MK Ultra and all that. Like, the, the America was built off Nazism. Right. And this is like tying back to my conversation that I had on the podcast last week. This is where cancel culture might come into play because I don't think it should be illegal to um, uh, deny the Holocaust or fly a Nazi flag. I think you shouldn't do it, and you should be canceled for shit like that, even though cancel culture is not real, as I did <laughs> describe in this podcast, but it does give you a lot of social influence to not do those things because those things are fucking dangerous and um, bad. Yeah, if you support any of that, just forget about me. That's why you moved to Traverse City, where yeah, you I don't are need forgotten you in my about. life. Yeah, no, Traverse City is very uh, blue, but you go fucking out to Benzie County and you see, you know, a lot of blue lives matter. Like that's a real thing, right? I mean, you see that all over here too. Blue lives matter. Not you don't really see that many Nazi flags unless you count a Trump flag, which I kind of do. But <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they're actually like couple couple streets down there is like a Trump twenty twenty four flag flying around. Because he just dropped his uh, fucking, yeah, his app. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about this. I don't know what this is, really. Um, is it like a social me... media app? Yeah. Um, let me pull it up real quick. He, he's uh, at least a... tried this a couple times. Yeah. Does he have enough servers this time to handle the amount of... Uh... What is the point of uh, a bunch of Trump people going... Trump app opens to hundreds of testers ahead of, ahead of expected launch. Um... So his new media and technology venture, Trump Media and Technology Group, TMTG, has pled to deliver an engaging and sensor-free experience on the app. Donald Trump's new social media app are trickling in out as about 500 beta testers have begun using an early version of Truth Social. Oh, God. So it's just all lies. Yeah, basically, that's from uh, CNN, so. Well, um, let me tell you, I'm not, not I mean, not to say, I mean, you say what you want, but hey, I'm just reading the facts here. I'm, I'm just telling you that this app is going to fail. Um, I mean, like, his? Yeah, I have fucking hope so, you know. Like, like, well, because what are the point of all these trolls going onto one app with they don't have, like, it's just going to be all of them. What are, they're not, the reason Trump wins is because people get inflamed about uh, the ridiculous viewpoints, but if everyone's agreeing, it's just going to be boring. It, you know, it's like yeah, it's why, that's that's it's, what's funny. It's why I don't believe in the concept of heaven, heaven or hell, because like all good is boring, all bad is boring. You have to have this harmony of both going through it to like keep keep things going up and down to make it exciting. Because a straight line is fucking nothing. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, fuck, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, damn, goddamn. You know, damn. like, perfect pitch is 
up and down. It's not it's not a straight line. You know, it's, Life it's harmonizing close ball. to it. Life um, is like Tim Wakefield. You know what I'm saying? Shout out <laughs> for those deep cuts that get it. <laughs> but you know, it's just it's that's why like you can't you can't beat what we've already have established because they're established. Like you have yeah, to do something no. new. Like you know, you have Facebook, the originator of everything, like uh, social media wise. And, and the, I've been off that, but I'm still on Instagram, which is owned by that. And... Right, and Instagram originally wasn't, but it was something different, you know, and that's yeah. why it flourished. Twitter was something different. That's why it's still flourishing. That's the you know those are the big three, even though uh, two of them are owned by Meta, and um, and then now we have the, the introduction of TikTok, which is again something different, like you know taking something from Vine and expanding upon it to make it better. Like TikTok does not exist without Vine. Um, Agreed. Uh, and t- and the TikTok is morphed into something even more powerful than Vine ever could be because Vine had the limit of seven seconds. But if you didn't have the limit of seven seconds, you wouldn't have had these short videos and stuff that that makes TikTok so popular or, or has started it. Like you know, yeah. these sh- basically short videos, short attention attention spans. And you know, none of this none of this starts without MySpace. It's cl- yeah, my it's clever. It's super clever. You know, so if Trump wants to make an app, he's got to do something different and not do the same thing that I've essentially probably is probably just like Twitter or Facebook, um, but with all people that share the same opinions. So no one's going to be combating against them. Yeah, it's I. So it's, it's I, going. It's I, going to fail. I I can promise you I'm not going to download it, but uh, I'm excited to listen to the podcast where you convince someone to download it so you can talk <laughs> about it, <laughs> or you download it or something. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean it's it's just like the news media, like CNN and Fox News do not exist without each other. Yeah, no, yeah, that's the thing. That's why I we said have I was to. Like, oh well, this is from CNN, so you know, take it out. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, whatever. And, I mean, and it's, people, it's people a, are going to be outraged about it on Twitter, and people are going to be defending the drunk. Yeah, app I mean, it's it's on a fucking Twitter. like it's a new. I don't care. Like, this is what this is what humans are. This is this is why we they like don't music. Act, they they want to listen to something that's like super accessible to them. They don't want to listen to like something that's boring, like mm. NPR or. Like you can't, you can't, uh, you can't lie to yourself and say that when the pandemic was first starting, it was fucking exciting because it was something different to break from the mold, and like there is a little tinge that you have in like your heart where it's like, oh wow, this is kind of crazy. It's it's exciting, like you know, it's a it's a break from the normal, mundane existence as a human, you know, like. Trump was exciting too, like in in his. Own I mean, life. I I I liked it because I got a break from people. But motherfucker, you were always just willing to fucking get out there. You can't say you were excited to be isolated, you silly goose. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. But yeah, like, no, I am not excited that Trump was a president or a person. But oh, like, I get what you're saying. It's a break from the norm, which is a weird like. I don't know. It's which, it's a weird it's a weird. Uh, Set your soul on fire a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah that's what love is, that is a too. Fucking uh what's that band? Um uh, I don't know. Soul on fire. Oh, Kings of Leon? Yeah, you sick <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you made a Kings of Leon joke on this podcast. Not on purpose. Please forgive me. <laughs> Only if you beg. <laughs> Anyways, 
How much time we got left? Looks like about 10 minutes. We got to talk about the Oscars then. All right. Well, um, we're going to use our commutative holdup because we always talk about the Oscars on the five-year anniversary. Brian, have you seen any of these movies? Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen one, I don't think. I've heard about Licorice Pizza, but I have not seen it. God damn. I want to see it so bad because, one, I love P.T. Anderson, but... And you love the idea of statutory rape. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no. Um, it's also uh, starring the uh, one of the Hyam sisters and Philip Seymour Hoffman's uh, youngest son. But I love Paul Thomas Anderson. It's going back to his roots. Everybody says it's likely his best film. But, uh, um... I, I'm sorry, I'm looking up the uh, the nominations right now because I don't remember what are best pictures. I didn't really, I forgot we talked about this. <laughs> it's okay. Um, look, look, look them up and talk about them for a second because I have to run and go pee real quick, but I don't want to pause this because I don't want to fuck up the audio when I'm editing it. So just yeah. talk, to, talk to the audience for a second. List um, them off. Best picture? Well, guys... Um, at least for best actor, we got Javier Bardem and being the Ricardos. I love Javier Bardem, but I have not seen it. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch in The Power of the Dog. I've been meaning to watch that because it is a Western and Javier Bardem, oh, I'm sorry, Benedict Cumberbatch is incredible. Uh, Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom, which is, uh, I think uh lynn manuel miranda's uh netflix film um i've heard great things uh (laughs) will smith and king richard uh that's i think the story about um the father of the uh uh venus and serena uh serena williams um haven't seen it sorry guys um, and then Denzel Washington, The Tragic Macbeth. He's fantastic in it. That's a great film. That's the only one I watched. Oh, he, um, uh, actress in a leading role, Jessica Chastain, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. I'm sorry, I haven't even heard of that. Uh, but I love her, Olivia Coleman in The Lost Daughter. I think she recently won something for, um, oh god, what's that movie that the lobster director, um, The Favorite, yeah, uh, Penelope Cruz is nominated, that's fun, because Javier Bardem and Penelope Cruz are married, that's cute, Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos, and then Kristen Stewart is nominated for Spencer, where she plays, um, isn't Kristen Stewart's husband, um, the guy from Breaking Bad, Jesse Plemons? No, you're thinking of a uh... Scarlet. No, you're thinking <laughs> you're thinking of somebody else. I'll I'll pull up her name because I think she's nominated. Yeah, I think they're both nominated, right? Who's the favorite to win? For Jesse the best Plemons pick? is nominated. Um, actress supporting role, Kristen Dunst. You dummy. Dunst. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're both not nominated. Stuart. Why for, would I think that? Yeah, they're both nominated for uh, Power of the Dog. 
Have you? All right. So, which movie of these have you seen? Dude, I can't find the fucking best. Uh, oh, there it is. Best picture. So, nominees: Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car. Don't Dude. Look Up was nominated. Let me finish. <laughs> okay. So so far, I've seen two of these actually. Starting from the top: <laughs> Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car. Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Okay, so I have seen two of those. I have seen Don't Look Up and I have seen Dune, and both of which I do not understand why they're nominated for Best Picture, especially over Spider-Man No Way Home. But Damn, because you've become a, a comic book superhero guy. Have That's you seen why. Spider-Man No Way Home yet? Like, I care to see it, dude. I mean, if there's one superhero movie to see... Okay, the, over, over like, The Dark Knight, you think that's, like, a better, like... Um... Exactly, man. You just become a Marvel Dark Knight, fan. The Dark, the, the Dark Knight's more fine. cinematic, but uh, there needs to be something that uh, No Way Home should get, because Didn't that... did Black is, Panther get nominated for Best Picture? I think so. Yeah, okay. Um, but uh, <laughs> No Way Home just, like, really tied together. They did something, like, amazing. Yeah, I know. It, it, it got all the other guys together. And like, that is a cin- wants, like regardless if you want to give it an award or not, that is a cinematic feat. Also, Belfast. Kenneth Bragnan's nominated for Best Director. Wait, so Drive which one of these... Car. Have, which one of these have you seen? Let's just talk about the movies, because... Um, well, oh ep- God! Steven Spielberg's not ready for best director. At least Paul Thomas Anderson is. Thank God. So, which one of these have you seen? Because I've seen Dune and no- Don't Look Up, and I don't understand. I-, I I understand Dune more than Don't Look Up, but um, I understand Don't Look Up more than Dune, and I'm a massive Dune fan. I've read the first three books. It, you know, I didn't like even that- understand Dune. Like, <laughs> I did not understand. No, that movie. I mean, I, I don't look up. Was fucking hilarious. It was proper satire. It was so good. It was so funny. Um, I just feel like it hit the head uh, of of the point it was trying to make way too hard. Like I need a little I don't bit think more. Think it mystery. did hard. I don't think it did it hard enough. <laughs> These people were like, ah, I don't like it. I'm like, yeah, you don't like it because you're getting made fun of. So which ones have you seen? Dude, uh, don't look up. Just those two. Oh, okay. I'm trying to watch Don't Look Up or uh, the the Power of the Dog and Nightmare Alley is on Hulu. Uh, I really want to see Licorice Pizza. Um, I want to see Licorice Pizza too, but uh, Coda here's about um I do want to see Drive My Car. That's like a four hour Japanese film. Uh, okay, Coda's probably not gonna a, watch I guess that. about like a uh, a girl or uh, a kids raising like living with their deaf parents and the. The guy, the dad, who's a deaf actor, has been nominated for, you know, best supporting actor. Excuse me, best leading actor, maybe. Um, but yeah, I think I only saw the same two, and I, I disagree. I, I don't. To me, I well, I think Lord of the Rings Fellowship was nominated for best motion picture, and that's how Dune felt to me. It was like, yeah, very Lord of the Rings, like introducing, and it was two and a half hours. I was like, damn, you left out a lot a lot like there are plot lines that were people were like whoa you complete like that's how is this gonna work in part two 
damn it. So I'm I'm about to I'm about to defend Dune over Don't Look Up to You, which is like a complete role reversal. No, yeah, like there is <laughs> shit there is shit that should happen in part two that's not gonna happen in part two because they left it out in part one. Mm-hmm. So it's like I Don't. I I like it, but I I nah. It's I was like, nah man, that shouldn't be nominated. It should be nominated for like cinematography and all that. Best picture? Nah. All right. Well, nah. don't 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 look up. Seemed like a fucking, a, 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 like that was hit, that was an Oscar grab. That was gonna be nominated. Obviously, hitting announced. the nail on the head about climate change, but like, climate change is something in the distant future, not something in the six month future. Like, so you know, a little bit of a ridiculousness. I think the way they. Well, it's a movie. Yeah, it's gonna be ridiculous. Well, Dune at least takes place in a different world where it can be believed. Because well, it's not... like do... <laughs> that's your only qualm. Do you have more? I, I I do, but we're out of time. The the, the music has started. <laughs> the only qualm you come with is like ah, it was too it was too close. <laughs> Ryan, is there anywhere? <laughs> is there anywhere we can find you and follow you? And is there anything you want to promote? Uh, my book, buy it. It was called The Home. Just hit it up on Amazon. Follow me on uh. Instagram if you want, BM Nison. And uh Yeah, thanks for having me, Nick. No problem. Fun. Thanks for coming back for the five year anniversary. Here's the five years more. Follow me at Nick Wagella on Instagram and Twitter. Find me on Facebook at Nick Wagella if you want. Please rate this podcast five stars because I know have all of you guys haven't. And uh, remember it's more important to listen to somebody else and thank you for splitting six with us. Brian, love ya. Love ya.